Welcome to the LabOp Leaders Series, a showcase of global change agents and experts in healthcare and laboratory management. Here's your host, LabOp Global Founder, Robert Farias. We'd like to welcome Ahmed Mustafa to the LabOp Global Leaders Podcast. Ahmed, thank you for joining us. How are you? Good, how are you? Good, thank you. So Ahmed, can you give us a bit of an understanding of the student body that you represent as president? Yes, so I am the president of the Medical Laboratory Students Association uh, at the University of Alberta. So our, associate, our association focuses um, purely on MLS students or medical lab science students at the University of Alberta. So for the duration of the three years that we're in the program, we can become members by paying a $30 membership fee. However, our association advocates on behalf of all students uh, and does provide events to all students in select circumstances, but members do get extra benefits. That's great. And, and Ahmed, when we're talking about MLS in this context, uh, it's very specifically degree holders. And I want to distinguish that from degree holders versus diploma holders or people doing a certificate at college elsewhere. Uh, this is only for degree holders, correct? Yes. Yeah, this is bachelor's degree. Great. Okay. Um, and so Ahmed, can we just talk um, about the types of activities or the types of events your student body would have been focused on in this past year or the types of events your student body would typically host on an annual basis? Yes, so we host a variety of um, social events uh, to get students feeling a sense of community with other students and develop some connections that could benefit them later on in the field. Uh, a lot of what we do is also a lot of student advocacy. So this year we have uh, advocated on behalf of the class for um, clarity on uh, tuition increases that were uh, proposed at the U of A last year. So we made sure we had a voice in the process, a voice in where the money goes, uh, and how that would benefit our program. Uh, a lot of things that we do are really focused on wellness and well-being of our students. So we have wellness events. We ensure that there are adequate supports for our students and that we're referring them to the correct resources should they need anything. Uh, and, and that's kind of the gist of what we do. Uh, essentially, we're trying to build a community that's supportive and, and really helps our students get through these three years with as little trouble as possible and uh, ensure that they're successful later on. Yeah, thank you. And um, Ahmed, can you help us understand, um, is there a connection or in any shape between uh, any provincial bodies and your student group? Uh, look, is there, any, is there any joint events or anything that happens from a student level that then connects into a greater provincial activity or a national level activity? Yes, so we do get contacted by the CMLTA, um, which is the provincial regulatory body uh, for Alberta for medical lab technologists. Um, it's often more focused on uh, telling us how to become members and, and making that transition for us when we do become um, eligible to become members, that it's easier for us to get become members of the CMLTA, uh, as well as the CSMLS, which is the national body. Uh, those are the main things. Sometimes we'll get uh, people who want to talk to us or our students using a panel um, or employment opportunities. Uh, they usually talk to us directly to kind of give that information out or hold some kind of uh, meeting where students can learn more about the opportunities. Great. And uh, let, let's talk about job opportunities um, in Alberta at the moment as it relates to medical lab scientists. Can you give us a bit of a of, an, of your understanding of the field and, and what you're expecting to experience, I guess, actually in a few weeks for yourself uh, in this case, but uh, and for others as well going through the programs? 
Yes, so job job outlook is looking really, really good for students. Uh, for us specifically, we know that uh, our program has 100% employment rate within one year, and that's been consistent for pretty much as long as they've been taking the data. So for us, we've never really truly been worried, and I'd say now is even better than it was before uh, in terms of job opportunities. You can really pick where you want to go, um, which is fantastic. And I'd say for anybody who does want to come, like it, it's, there are a lot of job opportunities and there is a bit of a worker shortage, which is why it's so easy to get in. Um, but of course that has its downsides where you might be picking up more work, um, more shifts and such. Uh, so it's all about balance there, but there are some people who are leaving Alberta to other provinces um, for their own reasons. Um, but yes, as far as work goes uh, for students, it's a really fantastic time to be looking for a job. And from a picked up perspective, would you assume that that's, uh, or at least is it assumed that most of them would be entering in the, the public health network uh, at a broad scale? Or is it, do, do people tend to use your degree as a stepping stone to either further research or further schooling? Or does it tend to be uh, go through the program to then uh, look at the job market? Yeah, so I'd say most of us right after school are going to get a job. Um, but the thing about the bachelor's degree and, and one of the key benefits it has versus a diploma or another degree um, is that we can continue on whenever we want. Um, a lot of people consider doing part-time masters or part-time PhDs. Um, that way they can work while you know professionally developing themselves. Uh, for uh, as far as like, you know, what they want to do after that's really open and public versus private is, you know, pretty much where you want or where you prefer working. So we have DynaLife Medical Labs here, which is a private laboratory. Um, a lot of people do end up working there. I'd say it's closer to 50-50 split. Um, although currently I would say that there's more openings in public health right now um, with Alberta Precision Labs, um, simply because uh, they're, you know, just having a shortage compared to DynaLife. So that's where the jobs are right now. Uh, so maybe for us, the majority of us will work in public health, but honestly, year to year, it kind of varies. Okay. So I mean, this is a, maybe an aside question here, but for those in the audience and the vast majority of our audience is outside of Canada, can you give a bit of an understanding of the setup of the lab network in Alberta? Yes. So... I mean, I'm not the most experienced in this, so I, sure. I have a very rudimentary understanding. Uh, but as far as I know, we have hospitals, which usually have their own lab. Uh, so this can be a rural hospital or a, a hospital in a big city. Uh, and these hospitals will usually do a lot of high scale, lower cost testing that is less specialized. Um, and so they'll do that, whatever they collect in their hospital, that's what they tend to do. And then they'll refer anything out that's more complicated or um, could be done cheaper elsewhere. So we have larger labs in cities like Edmonton where DynaLife Medical Labs, which is a private laboratory, does a lot of testing at scale. So they're usually cheaper for some testing. And so they have made a deal with the Alberta government to um, provide their service. Uh, and then the University of Alberta Hospital is also a large lab that can can collect tests from other locations and uh, run specialized testing. Uh, as for, for what I know, the most specialized testing is usually done 
by the public sector. Uh, so we're talking about advanced coagulation testing, um, genetics testing, because it's really expensive and it's not done to scale. So DynaLife typically does uh, the things that are scaled, uh, where they have you know, large lines of machinery uh, that can run multiple tests uh, on the same tube. And so they save costs that way. And then the public sector usually can do those things, but also will do, um, you know, like I said, the specialized coagulation testing, some genetics testing, um, some, you know, allergy testing, things like that. Thanks for that, Ahmed. Sorry, and I guess the uh, last question I'd like to leave you with is just to give us a sense of yourself. What's your motivation to get into the medical lab science field? Yeah, so the medical lab science field really intrigued me from when I first uh, learned about it. Uh, it was at an open house. I was current. I was at the time in an honors physiology degree, which was quite interesting, and it was in line with my interests. But uh, I felt like I really wasn't able to apply that knowledge directly in the way I wanted to. And I was kind of looking like, oh, what other options are there? So I went to an open house uh, in my second year of university. And uh, I met a current student in the program um, who kind of introduced me to it and, and showed me some microbiology plates, um, some histology slides. And I was really, I was really intrigued by this. So I, I went home and I started looking at all the, um, you know, job descriptions, what the job is like. And uh, the more I learned, the more I was like, yes, this is really great. I mean, I get a bachelor's degree, which is essentially equal um, to my honors physiology degree. I can do the same things afterward. Um, but with this degree, I can work. Uh, I gain advanced uh, technical skills. Uh, I gain advanced analytical skills uh, in a clinical context. And to me, that was really, really beneficial. Um, the other thing was that uh, class sizes dropped dramatically as well. Uh, and so it was just kind of a really good fit for me. Like I thought, well, there's really no downside to doing this. And it's something that I can see myself being passionate about. And the more I learn about it, the more I like. And it's a job that, you know, if you don't like one specific discipline, or you'd rather work in one, or you want to work in multiple, that's always open. And so it's not one job where you're going to get tired of it. Um, you can always do something different branch out into a new field, into a new discipline, and uh, really see what you like. So I thought that was awesome. That's, that's great, Ahmed. Ahmed, sorry, one, one last question I forgot to ask you earlier on, just for context for, for those listening. What's the student population uh, in your degree program right now at, uh, at Alberta? I believe it's about 73, somewhere in the 70s. Okay. Um, usually, usually students who do enter the program, so it's a pre-professional, like you need to do a pre-professional year and then apply to get in. So you have a specific amount of prerequisites that you need to fulfill. And then um, if you do well enough and pass all the stages of the interview process, um, you get accepted. But even after that, um, some students think that, you know, it's not really for them or they don't really like it. Um, so they, they can switch out, go to another degree. Um, or sometimes, you know, for whatever reasons they'll, um, find another reason to delay their year or something happens. So sure. currently right now, we usually accept 29 students per year. So there's three years, but there's about 74, 75 students in our program. That's great. That's uh, and I appreciate that. I want to just give that understanding as well. 
Um, and, and obviously to recognize that uh, it's one program within the country. That's not our, our national program or the program that covers all of Canada for those listening uh, from outside the country who may not appreciate the context. So, but thank you very much, Ahmed. That's great. Uh, I really appreciate the time with you today. Uh, and thank you for sharing both uh, both your motivation for this and, and giving us a bit of a better understanding of the uh, of the MLS uh, student body program that exists uh, through the University of Alberta. And I appreciate your time and hope to, to follow up and, and see about the progress you're making in coming years. Well, thank you so much, Robert. I appreciate the talk. To make a suggestion of someone that would make a great guest or topic you would like to hear more about, please visit us at labop.org. That's L-A-B-O-P-P dot org. Thank you.